Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, it's me, Gavin, here in the green valleys of South Wales, and you're listening to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything. My question is, why do the world's media find it easy to be concerned and compassionate for five people in a submarine, but barely raise an eyebrow regarding the hundreds of people fleeing war and persecution. Or if they do, it's to damn them. Okay, here comes the show. And remember, question everything. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast for myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor Dame Baptiste, my producer friend and co-host Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello! And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. And we are talking everything from... We are talking everything from Gavin, uh, from South Wales's question. Why are the world's media obsessed with the safety of five people in a submarine as opposed to hundreds of people in a migrant vessel? Um, Dane... Uh, I'll give me, you. I'll give first. you one minute. I'll give you one minute. Okay, one minute. Okay, uh, Gavin, it's a great question. I think the answer is that the world's media, like the uh, occupants of the submarine, are owned by very wealthy people, and therefore their uh, lives and exploits are brought to the fore of collective consciousness of human beings. Because unfortunately, despite what the Bible says, money talks. Well said, mate. And suffice to say, on this podcast, we ask and answer all the questions, don't we? Absolutely. No question is too big, too small, too pressurising or decompressing. And if you do like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from and you'll never miss an episode. We'd also very much appreciate if you could check us out on Patreon and subscribe to our Patreon to support the podcast so we can keep producing content such as this with our amazing guests and here are very special questions being asked and answered by our very special guests with that being said on today's show is a unique british Ghanaian musician and vocalist he has been rated as a bet one to watch he sold out his headline shows at the jazz cafe and village underground last year and dropped his wonderlust ep which has received widespread critical acclaim he has also supported sam henshaw and pit millet on tour and is part of the cloudx label slash community that are doing the cloudx festival in august 2023 which is this year in a couple months when this goes out plus his upcoming project blue solstice volume 2 is one to watch out for as is the career of this exciting artist who it is our pledge to give all the flowers as we welcome to the show mr kwaku asante yeah that's a, that's a lovely intro of guests i want to put up i want to put up my wall Ah <laughs> oh, man, pleasure, pleasure. Listen, we, uh, as well as uh, being a prolific podcast, we here at DBQE consider ourselves to be an online florist. We'd like to give our flowers to people while they're here, continue that tradition, oh, and celebrate and celebrate your work. If you, even if you're too busy to, my bro. So, how are you doing, Kwaku? What's happening, mate? Yeah, very good, man. You know, it's a Tuesday, so it's not as bad as a Monday. Um, you know, busy, head down, exciting things happening. You know, just trying to stay busy. Um, stay, keep the momentum up, and yeah, I'm, I'm good. How, how have you two been? How was your your Monday and your weekend? 
You know, it was good. You know, to be honest, yeah, I had my Monday was a little bit stressful. But at the end of the day, I uh, had to resolve the fact that I am healthy. I can draw breath. Um, there we go. I, I, I actually have a baby on the way. I have my first child on the way. Congratulations. And thank you very much, man. Uh, my The mother of my child is relatively healthy and in good spirits. And so as long as the womb from which my uh, progeny is coming from is uh, in good, good nick, then I'm good, There we right? go. Yeah, yeah so one, as long as I'm taking care, taking care of the womb, taking care of the nest, all good, man, it. all good. I love it, I love it. Yeah. And should, I've, got, should... I've got two children, yeah. so, my, yeah. my, so my weekend was much more stressful and sweaty. <laughs> and sweaty, sweaty. Oh, my uh, oh yeah, that's hilarious. I actually took my nephew, my uh, went to my nephew's uh, bar mitzvah, uh, which okay. I don't get to go to many bar mitzvahs. And um, okay. my my son, my three year old son, was on it. Like I'm talking like party animal. Like he was oh, like wow. all the over sugar, it. Sugar, yeah, lots of sugar. Bomb. He was just having a. He was on the pool table at one point. He wow, was, he was loving it. Was he, so. What was it? Was he bet like? Was he betting sweeps or was it just like? Was he? Was he, <laughs> was he being the, honest the man? Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was. He was oh, on gosh. it. He was on it. So yeah, yeah sounds, no. Uh, sounds like my hero. I've got no kids, by the way, so I, I can't relate to either of your. Cool. Well, your, you know, we should ask you, Quaker, quickly as well. Do you think there's been? What do you think about the bias in coverage of the uh, submarine, the Titanic tourist submarine? Versus the hundreds of people who uh, capsized in a vessel off the coast of Greece, I believe. Any views? I, I think the I think the timing of it is always always like it, it mm. feels like the timing of these things come at the, at the time that they want to shift focus. I feel like any time something important happens that is a talking point, something trivial comes up, such as yes. five people, several a long time ago, and I feel like for me, things that comes to like people being like racist. Or like other things that happen, I'm kind of used to it, and I, it was kind of like, oh yeah, right on time. Mm. And it's it's, it, it's it's annoying because yeah, it's just to divert the just to divert attention from what actually matters. And unfortunately, what happened will happen again. And I do feel like slowly but surely, people are learning to peek behind the curtain about what's really happening exactly. and keep these things happening. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think, I, think, I think that's cool, man. I, I think I think yeah. what's definitely I think it, 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 with this particular incident, I think it's beginning to allow people to understand who, for a long time, have may have thought otherwise is that money can't buy everything. No. And I think there there have been a lot of people there who may have advised against the practice of going on in a five man vessel to look at the Titanic. But you know, because money exchanged hands, people are like, oh, we can forego expertise and competency because I got money. And I exactly, think, man. Yeah, sometimes even with the pandemic, it was like a lot of people were thinking, but it can't affect me. I'm rich. And yeah, so exactly. It's good to learn that some I, things that money can't buy yet. Exactly. But and, and I, it's definitely a shame, obviously, because nobody likes like life being lost. That like, it's, it's bad. Mm. Like either way, like that's the underlying factor. But I don't know, man. It's a, it's a difficult one to, to talk about. It's a difficult one to kind yeah, of like um, weigh up, but. I don't know, man. A lot, a lot of the news, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a lot of it's just hard to read. I, I don't know what to take seriously. I don't know what to to rank in my importance. Like, there's just so much going on. We intake so much information. There's something happening every hour, every day in a different country. And then sometimes I just think I'm spent in a like in an empathy way. So I'm yeah, just yeah. like, there's, I don't know. Everyone has only so much uh, energy you can give to things as well. I mean, before we go into our question, I always feel like you know. 
social media has been very useful to human beings because now we can at least through our phones be everywhere all the time at the right. same time and that the only if you believe in a deity you believe in a higher power it's only gods that can do that and right. once you see what how it affects people you understand why answering prayers is not as straightforward as it seems because oh, the amount of things that come out of people's mouths the amount of information that we just have within our own civilization alone it's a lot for anyone with a mind to deal with so yeah, right. you 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 watch Bruce Almighty when he when he turns it into like a folder. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, headache, headache, yeah, exactly. headache. Yeah, that recommend so, that documentary, uh, Bruce Almighty, to everyone. Yeah, uh, very, yeah. Um, it's probably time for a question, isn't it, Dane? As the format of this show dictates. Absolutely, uh, Quaker Asante is our very esteemed guest. We'd like to invite you to ask the first question, which can be any question you would like, which we'd like to discuss with you for about fifteen minutes or some change. And then my co-host Howard Cohen here would like to pose a question to you for the same amount of time. And then, yeah, coming with the remix, I'd like to do the same thing. And then we'd love for you to tell our listeners and viewers where they can find out about your great works, past, present and future. Sound good? Yeah, for sure. All right, bro, the flow is yours to ask the first question. So what is, you know, given in, um, you know, the things that we do, you know, day to day, I'm sure your days are very different. Um, what way do, does routine or the importance of routine allow you to, like, get to where you want to get to? and like Ooh. enable you to like you know make sense of this whirlwind in a creative sense like what 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 is that how does that um i love that question and i want to ask ask you how how, how do you find routine as a musician because that is not a, a world that naturally lends itself bro. to it bro like like there are days there are weeks where i'm able to like my my like routine when I'm able to fall into one I wake up I go to the gym I come back I answer my emails I go to the studio and I come back but then when you're in like campaign mode you know I I have lovely conversations like this I have soup I have performances I spoke at school yesterday morning um and sometimes when you do slip out of a routine sometimes you do feel as if you know there's nowhere to like ground yourself and sometimes you do you do tend to get a bit more overwhelmed you do tend to get overspent you do get more tired more easily but i feel like the moment in which you know you can have two feet in the ground which is why i feel my team do an amazing job with like you know matilda cloudex and david to kind of like allow me to just focus on the creative and like things get put on my calendar i just turn up and i can just take care of like writing the music although that is like most of the time like I do kind of have a routine when I don't have one I can't lie lately it's hard like it's mm. super super hard like because I kind of started music properly end of 2019 which is just before lockdown so I was putting out music as things were opening back up and my like following before and after lockdown was considerably different so there was no like gradual increase of things to do it was kind of like i had a bit to do before lockdown and then i had bare to do after and i feel like i feel like i'm a year behind getting used to it mm. if that makes any sense i'm still like i still manage it okay like i like it's fine but yeah it's it is really hard and i'm big Wait, on like yeah it's crazy i would i would, I would say it's you you you're talking about something and dane's gonna back me up here i know it that will be an eternal struggle forever 
in your creative yeah. life. Do not <laughs> yeah. feel bad. Like any sense of your uh, duration of experience of four or five years or so. I know you were doing it before 2019, but yeah, it, it's a constant battle because if you were selling apples, mate, right? If that was, if you gave it up today, by the way, the management, I'm not suggesting that, but just if you, if you, if you literally started selling apples, there's yeah. a time, there's a time frame from probably around nine until five, uh, where most of the world is out and you could try and sell those apples. And every day you, <laughs> you would just go there and, you know, literally, you, you'd know how many of them you sold, you know, and you know how many you did and you know how much you, it's just that it's a very simple commodity to, to work on. And if people say your apples taste like shit, well, you need to really think about what apples you're selling art and creativity will never be yeah yeah no subjective yeah it's crazy and, and because of that we will always be conflicted right dane in in our in what is the best use of our time absolutely and uh even if you begin to start seeing a pattern emerge based on uh a particular compartmentalized aspect of your creativity so there could be a routine that is basically involved in the sphere in the promotion of your ep uh, so there would have been a routine that would have emerged from like Wanderlust, which may be very different to your next project. So it's even when routines do begin to appear, they're so open to change and uh, it can definitely throw all of your uh, planning and best laid plans out of whack. Um, Whoa. I, I, uh, it could I come out of anywhere and uh, that can be for positive or negative reasons. But uh, I have had to learn, and this is something I'm still coming to grips with very recently, is that there is only so much emotional currency you can pay to the uh, aspects of your creative matrix you can't control. 100%. Um, 100%. 100%. I can agree you know, more. Labels could involve like delays. And, and that might not always just be because of a label not uh, prioritizing you as an artist. Uh, that can be the case sometimes, but sometimes it can just be seasonality. It can be to do with, uh, you know, even externalities within that within the uh the chain of that particular uh label if they have maybe a larger media company that's involved or a a, a bid is made to take over there's so many elements especially where art is concerned as it tries to thrive within business that can happen that's not within your control so i guess for me i guess the only thing i can suggest and the way i've learned to try and rationalize and deal with the uh constant uncertainty of the role i'm in is to find routines things which might not necessarily be uh, directly related to my work within uh, the business of entertainment. And that can be either, that can even be a mantra you use, or it might be how you eat or exercise, or even trying to always return to that base of understanding that creativity and art is the practice of trying to make something you care about or passionate about into something tangible or a part, 100%. Of, perce a part of perceivable reality. So, you know, by that token, I'd always be like, you know, even if it's listening to songs you like, even when you're not making music of your own, listening to songs you like and singing along to those, part of that routine because you know it provides some form of soothing for you, it's still routine. 100%. We can refer to 100%. these things as like hobbies and we refer to these things as like, you know, practices, guilty pleasures, vices, whatever people call it. But if you're able to engage in something that is uh, nourishing for you, not just uh, physically, but like spiritually or psychologically, or even just being in the silence, Taking 100%. that time to observe a certain level of routine yeah. there of within a sphere of control is kind of the best is I, I think is the way of dealing with it. Because I think yeah. the true answer will probably just be that there, there can only there, there cannot be one answer. 
You know, it, it, it's it, it's a very it's as subjective as the art itself, I guess, and it, and, it, and it changes. It won't stay the same, you know, and and, uh. and and you know, I often think that people look at my job in the industry I work in and hate me, <laughs> hate me as a TV producer. And I work primarily to try and develop the shows. I've worked on a lot of shows, but. Uh, I'm I'm primarily here to try and get the shows to happen. And the process to do that is like pulling teeth out of the out of a mouth that's closed uh, and, yeah, is yeah, under, yeah, yeah. and is underwater. It is so difficult. And I've managed to do it for a load of different broadcasters. So you know it can be done. Just like you know you can write a song, you know you can write a new set, Dane, and you know, like all these things can be done. But it's it there are so many factors at play. And to keep yourself fresh and kind of energized is the is the battle. That will always I agree. be the battle. I agree, man. It's like as I said before, anytime, you know, I'm 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 you know, if I were to look at where I am now five years ago, I'm I'd I'm I would be happy to be where I am now. But I still know I still know that there's work to be done. And a lot of it does take energy, like constantly knocking on the same door, like writing mm-hmm. songs over and over again, performing promoting, self-promotion, all these different social media platforms. Um, and the one way I do find myself, if I do ever feel not unmotivated, it's just like routine. Like, I feel like the one thing that allows me to kind of like still get to my goals is like, okay, cool. I may not be in the mood to do it, but if I follow these steps that I'm doing all the time, some progress will be made. Um, I think I think there's yeah. a couple of there's a couple of things I'd say, and I'm sure Dane's got it. If if if, if it we're going to turn this into a bit of an advice thing, not just <laughs> not just for yourself, but for like anyone creative out there who's listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a bit of bullshit involved in being a creative where people don't like to set themselves targets. Like in a normal oh, business, yeah. in a normal business, you're like definitely set targets, and if you don't get them, you're going to lose your job. And I'm in sure. the creative world, it's not that simple. But it is important to say to yourself. Here's what I'm trying to get to. And here's the point I'm trying to get to it by. And that might change, but I'm going to work hard to get to that point. And sure. these are all the things I'm going to do to that. And I think often, particularly people who write, you know, if you write, you can write something and never stop writing it. It can just, you know, with music, you guys can tinker with that shit for fucking years, right? A song can 100%. never be, never be 100%. Finished, right? And you've got to set yourself a, boundaries i think and go right it's it's kind of you know done i think that setting yourself goals and targets is very important dame right and uh, yeah i think i think it's important i but uh, i think what's also important as well is to uh make sure you make a distinction between the art you are working on for the purpose of business or commercially and also 100 go back sometimes to those unfinished songs the way i look at them is that like it's like put putting touch up on a on a painting yeah and and and, and also because it's dynamic so if you go back to work on a song for example i look at it is that as i'm growing this art is growing as well and this mm-hmm. is a this is a dynamic entity which is constantly being able to be refined and be more representative of how i evolve as an artist of 100% well, which i think 100%. is a good point um so as i say that for me that's kind of like routine for me routine is more about not necessarily something forming a linear pattern, especially within creativity, but more about having practices that help you center yourself. Hundred percent. And, yeah. and uh, because I truly believe that, like by at its quantum working on your art 
and that part of your essence and making that who you are, a lot of the other stuff will kind of fall into place. Uh, mm-hmm. for, for lack of a better term, uh, if, and I'll quote a friend of mine, he said that it's like, <laughs> he says, if you're, as long as your dick is hard, everybody will suck it. I'm sorry. Okay, was, then. That's all right, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But what he means is that as long as you're in your bag, that you there's things around you that and people are doing their job very well. So and there's and there's a and there can be a good interdependence between that. So for example, if you are continuing to be inspiring in what you're doing, if you are working with people of equal competence, uh like your stylist, they'll be inspired because they will be able to see, oh, you're like Quaker's changing there. I can start coming up with 100%. new ideas and applying it as well. Right. So that's an I think that's a great way of doing it, is that it's realizing that you are not an individual because even your artistic output will be a culmination of your experiences, your relationships and your interactions 100%. with other beings of consciousness, as well as um internally. your artistic influences and internally and yeah. stuff as well. So 100%. 100%. Yeah, I always feel like I think it's Mark Twain said that uh the mark of a true leader is actually somebody who makes everyone else feel like they could be in their best selves when they're around. So 100%. That's, that's, me, that's, that's exactly what, yeah. Yeah, I think that's that, that. For me, that's the thing about routine is that, like, when I'm trying to find routines, levelling up or increasing in my competency and getting better at something is should also be reflected by the people around you are also getting better as well. And they are inspired because they are aware of your potential. They see how you reciprocate by trusting in their potential and everything kind of elevates together. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and and one also thing that I want to touch on is I think I'm very unique in the sense of I'm very aware. I think I watched was it like Ashtar? He said something about how like a lot of artists too like sing or vocally. Like obviously, a lot of music is like it's like you know qualitative. There's not actual numbers in it. Like if something doesn't perform well, it doesn't matter. But as you said before, there are targets like. People are like, I mean, and also as well, like, I, I come from an athletic background in it. I played sports my whole life. Mm. What I know is one team wins, one team loses. It's not all about winning, of course, but it does matter. And also, I'm always of the opinion that no song is actually truly finished. I don't believe yeah. every song that I've, every it song that I've, live, it changes when you play it same, live. Same, right? same, with, same with jokes, same with jokes. Yeah, like, if anything I put out, 100%. I don't even when I put songs out, I don't even really listen to them because I'm like, oh my god, I should have done that. Oh, uh, if I had this much money, I would have put live strings here. But then, but you have to get to a point where, which is where like quality control, and you have like you have to like improve your inner taste. Where is this? Is this fine for the world to listen to for the foreseeable future? Yeah. Of course it is. And then you just do it, and then you apply what you would have done in the, to those songs to your future ones. And it always changes as your influences change, as you get more access to resources, mm-hmm. as you collaborate with different people. And I think that's important. But also to remember that it is a business. And you have to put yourself in the best position to succeed, not only for you, not only for you yourself, but the people that have invested their time, their money, their belief into you. Quite yeah. like Erin. I think it's. I think it's a. It's a really good point. And my my last thing on this question would just be to say that 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 as much as you can try and do that, it is unpredictable. And, oh, hundred percent. And and so your 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 one challenge and everyone's challenge as a creative person is when you're feeling it, when when it's some sometimes it's just coursing through your veins, right? You got it. It's there. You can. You know. You can do it. 
you've got to just get on with it and do it. Not oh, say, oh, yeah, I'm doing it tomorrow. You know, ride that energy when it's there. That's the that's one of the things. You, you have to con- control the variables as much as possible. So, yeah. yeah. But, um, it's a really good question, Dane, wasn't it? Well, that is, yeah. I mean, for any creative people out there, I hope this has been of use. It's, 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 a, it's a great question. And and also, I hope that it's, for everyone out there, it's about entertaining an aspect of your creativity because creativity is not something that is sacrosanct or, you know. Yeah, we've all got group. it. We've all got it. Everybody can do it. Everyone. All of, listen, all my boys, whether they're doing it, whether it's creative or, or in, in a bank, whatever, I'm like, yo, some of my brothers who work in this, they're the most creative people I know. Yeah. Mm. Well, listen, if you've got any thoughts on how to have routine as a creative listeners, send it in, DBQE podcast on social media. We, we'd like to hear it, wouldn't we, Dave? Absolutely. Um, All encouraged on this side. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a very different question for today. Uh, thank you. Uh, I mean, I, I've listened to a lot of your music this week. You've been enjoying it, you know? Oh, there you go. That's good. If you said something else... <laughs> I know, yeah, that'd be, that'd be really problematic uh, if I said I didn't. Uh, yeah, on the left, quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any songs that you particularly say like really resonate for you? Like uh, the ones you'd be like, check this song out if we were saying. Oh, uh, what I did on my own? Yeah, yeah, but listen to your stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would probably say, um, I would say a song called "The End." Right, yeah, okay. Um, I would say uh, a song called Scared. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've been listening to quite a lot of it, and, you know, I'm going to pay you a compliment here, mate, which is, you know... Yeah, go on, I'm ready. You are as smooth as silk, my friend, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you, honestly, like, if I put your music on tonight... Yeah, When me and my wife are doing putting the plates in the dishwasher she's gonna be like yeah it's gonna turn something else it's gonna be washing something uh, else isn't it no yeah, she's gonna say yeah, how would i'm too crazy. tired how would i'm too tired thanks for the yeah effect. man kid <laughs> number three kid <laughs> number three man. Name, 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 name the kid after me man my question is does being as smooth as silk make dating hard <laughs> um you know what yeah you know what it is you know what it is like a lot of the times in it, like I'll be I'll be talking to someone, yeah. And then nine times out of ten will be like, Oh, you say this to everyone, don't you? I'm like, yo, like relax. <laughs> like I'm literally talking to you because I want to talk to you. Because I don't know, maybe because I'm I'm confident in myself and confident in what I do. And sometimes what I <laughs> sometimes what I say could seem like you know when someone says something like so I'd like to think I'm not really cringe, like I try and like be appropriate, I try and say something that kind of like personable. And sometimes, yeah, a lot, like, women don't take me seriously because they think I'm just out here, just, you know, just Mr. singing Lover the lyric. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, and don't get, don't get. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, 
and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Does get hard, isn't it? And then a lot of times I'll be like, oh, you've got a lot of girls. Like, and I'm just like, well, maybe, but that's not important right now. Like, We're having a conversation and I think we should get to know each other. Um, so sometimes it works in my favour and sometimes it doesn't. More times, it works in my favour, but does it work in my favour with the kind of people I want to be with? Well, there you it, go. It yeah, it definitely breeds a certain type of dynamic. I'll say that. Because mm. it must complicate it. That's basically what you're saying, right? It must complicate things. 100%, like, it complicates things. Um, people take lyrics I, literally. Listen, well, listen. I imagine. Like, and, and, and who was she, Kweku? Who was she? You know I own a <laughs> pair of black shoes. Is it about me? Because you know I own a pair of black shoes. You know I got two eyes. Whose eyes are you talking about in that track? Honestly, listen, bro, it's happened, bro. Like, so it'd be like, who is this person that had you, like, up, like, singing all these love songs? That like, are you going to write one about me? Are you going to write one about me? I'm like, uh, maybe. And then they, and then you're just like, you don't know what to say. Anything, you're, you're, anything you do is the wrong thing. So yeah, it's it's interesting. It is fun though. It make, it makes for more stories, isn't it? Like, it does actually. The sometimes I find myself like in the funniest situations that I just write about, and I'm just like, wow, like these stories just keep writing themselves. Uh, it's, is is it's there quite... is is there a, is there a uh, pattern that follows? Because I think like basically what Howard is saying. I once heard a write a I did a writing course once, and the head of the course said to me that like the problem with relationships when you're creative is that people will love you for what you do. And then once they're there, then they hate you for what you do. Oh my. So it's like this that, is, that, that silk, that silk with these dulcet tones that uh, open people up to you. Then once that vulnerability kicks in and people realize that they, I guess their nose is wide open, it's like, who else is this working on? Yeah, no, it's fact. Yeah. And also as well, what's so crazy, what you just said is, so say for example, I don't know if, if if what you meant, like what you said, this is what you meant, but say for example, yeah, you'll be singing and then you'll start dating someone, yeah. Mm. And then they they part of the attraction that that led them into you, yeah, is because of what you do. Then you, when you start seeing them, they 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 then obviously because they're in your inner circle, they realize, oh, he's 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 not just singing, he's like out here doing stuff and then you're busy. And then they get angry at you for being busy. Yeah. Then they get angry at you for being good at what you do and that bringing you opportunity and your schedule constantly having to change. Then they resent you because of it. Then they get angry at you. And then it's just a cycle that I've been in for a few times. And now I'm just like, I'm not doing it. Like that's literally this this that's literally it. But yeah, bro, I can't I can't I can't agree with that anymore than what you just said. Yeah, routine routine as it's thinking about routine as well, routine don't tend to work for well, we don't want to use the term civilian, but I guess people who are uh, patrons or fans, like they don't understand is like the reason I'm even able to meet you as I have done is because I have to spend the majority of my time working and creating and then promoting in order for me to be in the situation in the first place. Well, and, 100%, uh, and, and the yeah. comedians. 
<laughs> the comedian's quaking. Like the problem, Dane, you can literally probably write the book on this, but like you're going to find material in your relationship. And, and and there's a lot of comedians, Dane, you can talk about this obviously, but like who, who just, the, the, the relationship is kind of partly based upon that, knowing that the scenario that comes out may yeah. end up being performed live and they know that you're going to change it it's not going to be exactly what happened. I'm going to need to do this and this to make it work on stage yeah. and whatever else. But that's a very different game of music. Yeah, no, I the mean... Two aren't, the two aren't the same because, yeah, trying to make people laugh and trying to make people feel something. There's similarities, but blimey, there's some differences. Oh, I 100%. Like, also, I feel like if you have an argument, you can put on a song and someone can be like, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Whereas yeah, if, I put, yeah, yeah. if I put on a joke, they'll be like, you're not taking this shit seriously at all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, it's context. It's context. It's context <laughs> to what 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 comedy is and what music is, isn't it? Because I feel like music definitely, and my music in particular, is definitely quite serious in some ways, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So like when I'm singing about it, it can be like conveyed in a way that makes you think about it. Whereas with you, yeah, she may just come up and clap upside your head. So yeah, and because <laughs> because the problem is, I think with comedy is that it's the supposition that you don't take anything seriously. For sure, and uh, which is. Interesting because there is an underlying like, yeah, and something there's a, yeah, a, yeah. A, a element of truth when you're saying stuff in jest because sometimes people will make jokes just to well even when you're beginning a conversation after after you you know met somebody sometimes jokes are you we use as the icebreaker and so in comedy like you can be very good at that that where normally people struggle to make jokes to make someone feel more comfortable in like a dating setting it comes very natural to it should come very natural to you as a comedian a lot of the time but then at the same time I guess it's like people might be like are you always on because they're not sure if you turn off when you make jokes especially if you're able to do it on a scale where other people can hear you talking and they're laughing along as well because i think the main thing is that um there is a line between idolatry and infatuation that can kind of cross over where it's like you can as especially you know someone who's able to create the music you create you can create someone as a muse and someone as an object of affection and that can be your inspiration to create a song or create a concept. And by the same token, people can look and be like, ah, oh, Kwaku's amazing. Then they get to see another dimension to your being because it's like, he's not just a singer. He and I have a special thing where so-and-so. And the, it, because you make another song or they see the reaction that other people have to your song, they feel as if that personal relationship they have with you has become trivialized, even though yeah, it's not, yeah. that's not the case. Like I used to have an ex who used to say to me all the time, why do I try to be everybody's friend? And I used to be like, that that is not the case. It's like obviously yeah, people yeah, yeah, for sure. make jokes to break the ice. And oh why you always have to be honest? Like, well, if I just talk about what I really think all the time, very few people would laugh. And <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, you had a job. Yeah, no and bread, also, and no, also bread, no bread. No bread at all. And also with, with comedy, <laughs> it's like comedy almost is like use you use it as a tool to hide the lows. And I think what she doesn't understand, and what people understand about comedy is that. Making jokes with my friends and performing comedy are two very different things. 100%. If I get a phone call from my mum, which I have done before, where she calls me and tells me three members of the family have died before I go on stage, I I still have to go on that stage and be like, hey, everybody, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Whereas with my friends, I'm not expected to then have to carry the burden or carry the weight of having to make everyone laugh if I've heard about family bereavements. And that's what people don't necessarily get is that like, sometimes when you're not the person that most people see when you are in your incarnation as an artist, 
it's a much more profound relationship where you don't have to be that person for the person you're around. Mm-hmm. And some it's, it's sometimes people interpret it as, oh, you was happy with everybody else. How come you're not making them jokes with me? It's like, well, well yeah, and, man, and, and, they're and, not the two the same thing. Yeah, this is this is especially my sanctuary from that of persona. Course. And for so. Kwaku, you know, like listeners, go and check out his music. Like it's soulful. It's like meaningful. Like you can imagine him looking into someone's eyes and saying <laughs> this stuff. And then you know that won't be who you are hundred percent of the time. Sometimes you're going to be sitting there eating fucking McDonald's, watching the Champions League. You know, and it's like, come on, like this isn't the guy that I've been listening Howard, to. Like, Howard is acting like he don't find that whole situation romantic. You, <laughs> the idea of you watching the Champions League well, <laughs> with the McDonald's. Yeah. Oh Listen, my, with the days, that is hilarious. I'd want to repeat. I'd want to repeat. Feeding her fries and, and, and McNuggets. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, but do you know what? I, it's funny we say this, but like, I really feel like that's what everyone's fighting towards when it comes to romance. Like we can all put on the, the lubes and people put on the, the body con dresses and we put on the rollies and stuff and go to the dinners. But everyone's just trying to sit in their sweatpants eating McDee's. Oh, 100%, bro. The, those are quality times, the best type of time. Come that's on, it. Man. I think that's what everyone's fighting it. for. Everyone's you fighting to be it. able to be with someone and be like, yeah, man, just pass me a couple of them fries and me dip it in this sauce one time. Oh, <laughs> what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your sauce of choice? That's, this is a big question. Oh, sweet and well, sour. For me, sour. it's uh, I'm I'm right basic. Now. For I'm me, it's right basic. Now. It's like ketchup and barbecue. I'm quite basic with it. Well, um, you mix them or you mean separately? Sometimes I mix them. Hey, You're a maverick, Dave. Have, oh, have we never my. talked about this, day? You're a maverick. Oh, my God. I didn't come on this podcast telling you guys I was perfect. We're all flawed, <laughs> isn't it? So <laughs> Sometimes, man, the reason why, and the reason says... why, let, hear me out first, though, Kwaku, There's it's not the whole thing mixed because that will overflow. What happens is I tend to buy a chicken sandwich and on the underside, you've got the chicken sandwich sauce with the white sauce. On the other side, I put a little bit of barbecue on that. So okay. there's a little bit of barbecue left over. You put a little ketchup in there. Ain't nothing wrong with adding some tang to that ketchup. I can't lie, man. I, I, you know what? I, end, I started this conversation thinking that you were, you were, yeah, man, this is this is kind of off the rails, man. You've kind of confused me. My head's spinning right now. <laughs> I, can't lie. I, I actually, I physically, right now, I can't, I actually can't look at you directly. <laughs> I can't, I can't, honestly, bro, I, I don't know what to do right now. I'm sweating. Man. I don't know if it's the heat. I don't know if it's that. But it's all First right, time man. we've ever lost a guest during the middle of an episode. Right. Yeah. You yeah, understand, man. man. I make, I make, mis- I make mistakes. That, I make mistakes. Well, Listen, there are some people who enjoy cold cereal. I think those people are insane. Yeah, that's crazy. So, you know. Well, listen, Dane, why don't you try and redeem yourself by uh, coming to your question? Uh, now, to, I'm, to... to be honest with you guys, I've got to sit in it. I am who I am. I'd rather you guys hear it <laughs> from me than from somebody else. <laughs> A man or a woman or anyone's condiments to their own business. Do what you want, mate. Honestly, wait. Do, do you, you put do you put mayonnaise in the fridge or, or in the cupboard? Oh no, it's got to go in the fridge if you open it. Is it? Oh. I, I put it. In, I put it. I put it in the fridge. But yeah. I know some people that don't. Those people are insane. Yeah, they're dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. they are. They're literally dangerous gastrically. You, you not, do not do not go fridge. to a barbecue at those people's houses. Yeah, don't. Well, You'll be very, that. very ill. I'll, I'll, I'm telling you said that. I'm not going to do this. I've got one on. Yeah, I've got it, one on it, I mean, it says on the jar. <laughs> oh, is it? It says on the jar. Maybe, 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 maybe it was the auntie that did it. That, that would make more sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that people are crazy. Um, <laughs> so my question is basically, I want to proceed it with a statement, and that is uh, that we've had uh, Shailene go on the podcast um, t- to name drop, but uh, I've met and seen and I've played football a few times with uh, Jacob Banks. And okay, now we're happy yeah. to have you on the podcast. But essentially, 
I uh, am seeing a beautiful resurgence of black British soulful artists rising to prominence, uh, creating great music. Um, and uh, yeah, just flying the flag, carrying the torch, which was mm-hmm. uh, a big point of... Uh, it was a big issue like when I was in my 20s and stuff, like in terms of like the appreciation of British music, much less various genres of British music. And I think R&B is seeing a real steady resurgence now. 100%. On both, both sides of the Atlantic. And I used to say to people as a part of a joke is that one of the reasons why guys haven't got game anymore is because there's no songs to give them inspiration on how to even speak to. And vice versa as well, irrespective of... Fact. But romance Fact. in itself was stunted by people not being able to communicate. Fact. So my question is that... Uh, who... Is it a two-prong question... Which British R&B slash soul artists are you feeling? And how do you think that the music in general is helping lovers to fall in love again? So uh, um, my guy, Sam Henstrow, for, mm-hmm. for, the, for the people them, Sam Henstrow, um, I love uh, a girl called Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I love her, man. Um, Jamila Barry, Jacob Banks, who said, um, yeah, man, I think, I think there are a lot of, a lot of interesting people, and the thing is that everybody sounds different, and everybody are telling stories that maybe touch on the same themes, but they're definitely individual. Like they're definitely like individual and unique to that person, which I really love. I want to add um, as well but- that I've noticed that like there was a point, I guess, when R and B was having a decline towards the early twenty first century, early noughties and stuff. The uh, subject matter became a bit more like how people see like hip hop, kind of quite commercialized, very capitalist focused but for a lot of artists like yourself definitely much more introspective and a lot more vulnerable 100 percent, uh, do you think that trend is um continuing and you think that's is there a reason why why people are more likely to be open about feelings and not just talk about pleasuring somebody on a physical level i think it's definitely a trend like I think one thing that people are under that the, the blatant shift in like social media, for example, mm-hmm. Instagram earlier, you are not meant to show how you actually were. You're meant to show a photo and you're meant to show the best version of yourself. You weren't really meant to, you know, show that you were trying hard. Everything was meant to look cool and easy. Now with things like TikTok, people want to see how people actually are. And I feel like that reflects people's opinions or like vulnerability now. Like people want to see you waking up crusty eyed out of your house like mm-hmm. this whole thing of like being the perfect article and being like looking at 10 10 all the time it's kind of being diminished and you're clocking that a lot of artists now are going or reaching new heights based on yeah they may be a decent artist but people just like them because they're honest and they're true and that also reflected in like just like lyrics like there's a girl who who has risen so quickly in the past three years called lizzie mccalpine her lyrics are like, they're very, very relatable and they're very, very vulnerable. And I think people just want to see themselves in the people that they listen to. People want to have a direct connection, a direct um, like feed and that, oh my God, this person who I actually like and is talented is singing about exactly what I'm going through. And that, I think, is what is influencing people what are listening to and therefore is inspiring the new generation of artists. Because that's all I listened growing. That's all I listened to growing up. I think certain artists that have become mainstream is because of this shift in like you know emotion, especially from like you know black like artists. 
like someone like Daniel, like artists like Daniel Caesar. Like, I've listened to him since he had three thousand followers on SoundCloud. Masego, mm. like um, Masego, Tom Mish, Giveon. I've listened to all these people since they were literally yeah, like, there was no one yeah, there. The... Exactly. So, and I think there is definitely a trend where people, and also as well, man, there is an increased sense of like what the heck is going on which i think was burst in covid everybody was in the dump everybody needed a lifeline and there was this kind of like camaraderie and like comfort in knowing that everybody was in this nonsense together and i feel that that sense of like worldwide community is still apparent and people just want to be able to relate to one another because you know what i mean cost of living is crazy life is lashing and i feel like that in turn, making people just be more vulnerable because everybody's kind of going through stuff. Mm. I think um, there's got to be a bit of cyclical elements to it because, you know, and this is in no way a criticism, by the way, but like the absolute surge and dominance of, of hip hop and all its variations across the world, but also particularly in the UK, doesn't that genre of music doesn't scratch quite the same things all the time anyway that yeah, you're talking sure. about and, sure. and therefore people will have a natural response to that they'll they'll feel like they're looking for something that this isn't doing it might do something else it's like when in the you know i remember when dance music became so massive right and 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 it kind of it was so intense <laughs> for so long it was so intense and then the the exact natural reaction to that was to give something much more chilled percent. so i feel like there's a kind of maybe the kind of role of hip-hop as and, and its prominence as the biggest selling genre in the world has kind of had a bit of a knock-on effect which we're, we're only seeing i agree uh, what was that was it about it was like i don't know what band was before nirvana but what you literally just said about how dance is intense and then it leaves room for something else Oh yeah, I don't yeah, know what... like, like hair, it was like hair metal was quite big. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like really, Guns like, and Roses. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were like Guns and Roses was crazy, mm. and then like next thing you know, like Nirvana, like proper chill comes in. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like if and literally, I think yeah, all the man that like, people didn't want to listen to stuff crazy. That's why you've got mm. the all the biggest artists in the world is like melody and and things that make people like feel, and that's really it's... that's a really. It's a good point you said about life is lifing, which I think is a great way of putting it because it's like now it's more clear than ever that uh, people living up to the veneer of opulence and wealth that we've seen on social media is not the reality for a lot of people. And no, so, it's not. And the isolation that came from COVID and stuff like that, it means that people are seeking like a genuine connection in their art and stuff as well as an outlet. So oh, that's the thing is that yeah. it's, it's interesting that out of, out of the, the hard times and fuckery, a, a much more soulful and... Uh, connection-based genre of music begins to thrive is a uh, I think it's positive man it's good it's good people, I, I, I would I would like it. to think so I would like to think so man and like just yeah man people want it man like as you said before when you were saying about you know the McDonald's that's all people McDonald's and the thing that's what people want man people just want to be loved at there bro if you if you like me when I'm when I'm dressed up you know in the in the in the Martin Rhodes Bianca Saunders and the noobs then nah, you can't, you can't, I need you to, to feel me when we're I'm wearing odd socks, Primark mm. joggers, and that's all people want. Like, and in lockdown, that just showed, you know, when what, regardless of how much money you earn, you are locked in your house. 
regardless of how much bread was in your account, you were in the same position as everyone. Yeah, your yard may have bare rooms and it may be easier for you to be locked down, but we're all in the same boat. And all anybody wanted was human contact, genuine human contact. Mm -hmm. And it also put things into perspective. People were dying at rates that were crazy. Life is not. Life is, is short. So be around who you love. Listen to music that's going to uplift you. And I feel like that's exactly what has happened. Like, Wanderlust, what, what, when I wrote that, man, like, that literally felt like a weight off my shoulders. I felt lighter in, instantly when I put it out. I felt lighter. I felt happier. I felt like I had more love to give. I'm, like, open to, like, meeting new people. Like, definitely, man. Like, and, and even, like, from the records that have come out as well, like, it's so, it's so crazy and, and so great to be witnessing, um, especially in the UK. The US is still happening and is, like, still expanding, but in the UK especially, Festival like black artists and other people of color and whatever it may be, whatever your creed, like it's amazing to watch and to be a part of it. So. Yeah, it gives me a chance to plug my absolute fucking current hero in music. Go on, go ah, on. He's he's hopefully coming on the show. He's in okay. the UK, and me and Dana okay. are gonna go and see him. It's a singer called Lee Fields. You ever come across oh, this guy? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. Right, your your management who've got my email address are gonna you're gonna have to send me an email once you've listened to this guy. But this is a this is a classic soul singer from the from the seventies who's still going. He had a long period of kind of not really doing a, a great deal. I think uh, maybe a kind of you know peak and trough in his career. But I mean, he he literally sounds like James Brown's brother. Like okay, cool. And someone got hold of him this last decade. And pulled this music together with a band that sounds so on point, it's off the chart. Like, oh, I can't, wow. I can't stop yeah, I need to check this out. listening to it. I can't stop it listening to it. And it's that old school soul vibes, which are often stories of love, you know, disappointment, frustration. <laughs> and, and, and because the production is now, it sounds way different to Otis or Sam. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for it's, sure. It's a beautiful thing that I, I'm, I'm hoping, listeners, Dane and everyone, that we, we managed to, to meet Lee when he's in the UK, um, because uh, not many left like, like him. But uh, yeah, so, I need the new field. Yeah, I'm, with, I'm, I'm with that being said, though, okay, we also want to make sure that we're um, on point with the emergent artists that are coming out now and bringing it back, and it's, it sounds refreshing because it's almost as if like the pandemic was like a cocoon for a lot of people. And 100%. now, as a result of that, it definitely uh, created a sense of urgency where people like, if you're going to be creating, in case we ever have to be inside again, this can help you thrive. Or if and or now that we're allowed to be outside, we have to live like we're never going to, we never will have this chance again. Hundred so percent, man. I think it's definitely benefited art as well. And I'll would you, would you be happy creating a playlist of some of the people that you've mentioned and anyone else that? Oh, hundred percent. I love with, with this I emphasis on uh, British soul music, and it, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Imagine that, hundred percent, man. We can uh, share it with all of our listeners, and as well as yeah, just, yeah, chuck, yeah. Some of, chuck some of your own in there as well, mate. Come on, don't don't. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll plug myself, man. Yeah, don't be go shy. Do it. Go, 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 go. Pat yourself on the back. But mm -hmm. Dane, what a beautiful episode this has been. We've been all over the place today. It's been, it's been quick and calm, and we kept a routine, uh, Kweku, so I hope this helped you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Again, man. We, yeah, we stuck to it, man. And uh, thank you for having me, man. And, and obviously, that beautiful energy is that this conversation's been good, and I, and I thank you for, for plugging in and taking the time out of your days to, to listen to my music, so I appreciate it.
no problem, brother. Say nada. So for our listeners and viewers, uh, please let them know about uh, what you've done, what you want to do, where you're coming up, and uh, where they can see where you've been. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, as you said last year, I put out my, 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 my longest uh, EP, like an album prelude, Wonderlust, sold out Village Underground, went on a few tours. Last year with Sam Henshaw and Pitt Millet. Um, started the rollout for my new EP um, with the drops of Unto the Morning and Free Spirit. Um, yeah, just shows, EP, um, singles, videos, and just like more music and just yeah, more content. And yeah, you can find me on everywhere. Um, Kwaku, K-W-A-K-U, the letter X, Asante, A-S-A-N-T-E on all socials. So yeah, that's, that's, that's me, that's me. Good, man. And I'm also, time, but, oh, yeah, yeah, and also, um, I'm playing at the playing at the Cloud Festival, um, August 20th, um, with my family, uh, my management, my label, who have been supportive from the jump. So yeah, that's at Beckenham Place Park, um, August south. 20th. Yeah, yeah, South. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Northwest, and they're based in South. So yeah, I was saying, yeah, I'm, I'm in Southeast, but yeah. A lot of love there, and uh, welcome you coming on across the river to perform. Quaker, it's been an absolute pleasure, bro. Thank you, and also thank you for uh, bringing the good music back, man, and helping lovers fall in love again. It's a very, it's yeah, a very, man, important, very important. I'm, trying, I'm trying to give, trying to give the man some game, man. I'm trying to make them fall in love, man. I'm trying to make the guys yeah. fall in love in this, in this dire time, in the twenty, in the twenty, twenty-first century, you know. This is it, bringing it back for the guys and the girls too. It's 2023. And the girls and the ladies. Yeah, you know what it is. You know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah, with my music, it's like, yeah, it's expected. Like a lot of the girls in it. Like my, my, the majority of my listeners are women. Like mm-hmm. by far. So like, I just feel like I say when I say it, it's just like, oh, it's obvious. But it's for the ladies, man. The ladies, the ladies love it. I love the ladies, and and, and you know, what I mean, I'm, I'm one of the man them too. So I mean, kill two birds with one stone. It's all gravy. All right, well, if you want to hear any more about Quaker, you have to listen to and uh, check out Kwabi Exasanti on all your social uh, networks. Thank you very much, Quaker. It's been a pleasure, my brother. Take care, man. Have a good week, man, and thank you for having me. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself, Howard Cohen. For more from Dane and myself, make sure you follow us on Instagram at DaneSnapTiste and at the Howard Cohen. You can now support us on Patreon. Just search DBQE Podcast and unlock ad-free content and you can watch the full-length video of the podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything.